Welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. This is episode 390. I am your host, Daniel Gregory, and today we're going to be talking all about straight out of the camera, an interesting phenomena that seems to keep coming up over and over again when people tell me about their great photography. So we're going to dive into that topic today. Just a reminder, if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, head on up to the website, danieljgregory.com. Click on that, subscribe to the newsletter, get your free printing PDF book. And also you get to stay up to date on all the things that are happening here, including some great new information coming up here in the newsletter later, I guess later the week. It's a very exciting week, podcast and newsletter week. So don't forget to check that out. We're going to jump into our topic now, which is about the notion of straight out of the camera. And I am asked about this a lot. I am fascinated to hear people talk about this all the time, that this idea that there is this moment of straight out of the camera that somehow means something or creates or is invoking something magical in the process. It makes somebody a better photographer, a more interesting photographer, a more competent photographer. And we'll dive a little bit into that here in a second. But the thing about straight out of the camera is I think you're missing a big chunk of the equation. I think you're missing part of the boat if you're going in with a mindset that it has to be straight out of the camera. Now, I'm not saying don't get it right in camera. Getting it right in the camera and it being straight out of the camera are two different things. If they were the same thing, we wouldn't have two different words. So those are distinctly different. And I think it's important to note that, that getting it right is important. There's a lot of things that we don't want to post-process and process for that could have been done properly in camera. I remember talking to Bill Allard one time about his images and the fact that they never got cropped. And he said that if he was shooting with a 35 millimeter lens, he looked at the world and saw the world through 35 millimeters. He wasn't looking for photographs that he would then crop as if he was shooting an 85 millimeter. He would just put an 85 millimeter on and photograph that. Back in the film days, if you wanted to change the characteristic look of your images, you changed the film. You might choose a more grainy or less grainy film, one that had a more orthochromatic versus panchromatic response. If you're shooting slide film, maybe you wanted something super saturated, so you chose Velvia. Or maybe you went with the classic Kodachrome because of the palette and richness of the shadows that it created. But we changed much of the processing before we actually took the photograph by deciding on the film. If every camera film produced the exact same aesthetic, and nothing was different between films, we never would have changed films. We never would have had a reason to. Straight out of camera would have looked the same. But even back in the film days, to get the look correct, to get the appearance correct, we chose a different film so that as it came out of the camera, it had the aesthetic we want. Now, in the digital world, we're already missing that component. Now, sure, Fuji, Sony, Canon, Nikon, they all make slightly different looks to their sensors, or in some cases, dramatic looks to their sensors. But there's a big difference between buying a $5,000 camera when you want to change the aesthetic and look of a shot versus buying a, back in the day, a $6 roll of film. Way different experience. Even in just that film processing world, we can see that straight out of camera was different back in the day. So if we dive into straight out of the camera, what are we talking about? I think part of what straight out of the camera, if we're upfront, implies a couple of things. One, I think it has an ego quality to it. I think it says that I'm good enough that I don't have to manipulate my photographs. I think that thing goes hand in hand with skill, that I'm skilled enough as a photographer, technician, storyteller, that I don't have to do any form of manipulation of my images. I think it also speaks to the unmanipulation of the photograph, that 
This photograph is unaltered. It is as it was when I took the photograph. I think it speaks to the correctness and accuracy of a photograph. Again, that it was done proper, but that it's accurate. It's faithful. It is a true representation of what was there. Now, if we get to the issues around that, one, I can't deal with the issues of ego because we all have it. It all gets in the way. We all bump into it at some point. But when we think about the accuracy, the correctness, the unmanipulation of a photograph that's straight out of camera, straight out of camera already has a massive manipulation to it. That's where you put the camera. We don't see the 360 degree view when that photograph is made. We don't get to see it without the manipulation of the impacts of focal length. We don't get to see it without the impacts of what was framed and unframed. The decision of the photographer to say that this is accurate to what happened means that it's accurate to their position, point of view, and the thing that they decided to photograph as a story element within their own mind without the context of what else is going on around it. Because when we decide that we're going to include or exclude parts of a scene, when we're going to emphasize certain parts of a scene, when we're going to compress a scene through longer focal lengths, we're going to widen that distance through wide-angle lenses, we're going to change the depth of field, we're going to change the way objects in a frame overlap. All of those elements come into play into the experience of the photograph. The world is not a two-dimensional flat surface. It's a three-dimensional world. So by its very nature, the creation of the photograph is already a manipulation of the world. The straight out of the camera idea that this is an unaltered view of reality is in many ways pretty jaded because it doesn't take into account the fact that we have made that observation. We've created a Heisenberg effect in that the observation alone has caused a change in our understanding of what we're photographing. I think also there is a lack of awareness that comes from saying that we are doing things out of camera. That straight out of camera, like I said, is somehow better than it is otherwise. Because if we just go back to the film analogy, if I wanted a scene to be straight out of camera and I wanted to saturate the colors, back in the film days, I would have shot a film like Velvia. I would have gone in and saturated greens and reds, made them a little more punchy. As a matter of fact, most of us who were looking at photographs in the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s in magazines believe the natural world looks the way it does because of Velvia. We were sort of brainwashed into that that is the way the world looks, those incredibly saturated colors, vibrant colors. When we acknowledge that the way the world was straight out of camera was already altered by the film, and today I'm photographing digitally, and I want to make a photograph that is representative of the experience that I'm having in the field or the way I imagine the photograph to be or to emphasize the story that I want to tell. And that requires a different color palette. That requires a different sense of expression within the film. In today's world, I need to process that. I need to take that negative and I need to see it through completion so that I'm able to create the photograph that I want to have. Now, again, straight out of camera, did I make sure that I had the appropriate capture? Yes. Did I make sure that I had the appropriate framing? Yes. Did I make sure I had the appropriate light? Yes. Did I make sure I had the appropriate gesture? 
Yes, I did all the things that I could control within that environment. The processing allows me to come in after the fact and make sure that the vision I have of that photograph, the way I imagine that photograph being, the way I want that story told, the way I see that narrative constructed is what's going to happen during post-production. If I imagine it being a more throwback historical black and white photograph where I want to have some of that textural element of the grain that was present in so many photographs, I don't have that in digital. I have to go put that in in the digital world. If my imagination of the final print, of the final image that was going to be posted to social media or whatever it was, included that grain, included that aesthetic and that look, and I don't get it straight out of camera, what does that mean? Does that mean I failed as a photographer? Does that mean the equipment failed? Does that mean the technologies failed? Or does it mean that I just haven't taken the step to make sure that I have achieved what I wanted to with the camera? And so if you're thinking about straight out of camera, I would encourage you to think long and hard about what that represents. What is it that you're actually trying to communicate by saying that your images are produced straight out of camera? Or if you're chasing the idea of straight out of camera, what does that mean? Because again, I don't think it needs to be used as a, a hammer on either side. I do think getting it right in camera, if I can shoot the image and not have to crop, and not have to worry about exposure, and not have to worry about taking objects out, and not have to worry about overlapping shapes and lines. I should do that in the camera. I should do my job as the photographer. And at the same time, if all I ever do is talk about how my photographs are straight out of the camera, and because of that, they are better, the aesthetic is true. I've also sort of forgot that if I'm shooting digital, that that aesthetic of straight out of the camera, that look of straight out of the camera was created by some software engineers who created the look of straight out of the camera. That's not truly my aesthetic. That's not truly my statement of what it looks like. I got a great looking photograph out of the camera. Shooting an iPhone photograph straight out of the camera has massive manipulation on it. Anybody who's taken a selfie with their friends inside a dark bar knows that you don't look that good inside of a dark smoke-filled bar. A lot of work went into processing that photograph so that the JPEG that appeared on the phone looked as good as possible. Is that straight out of the camera? Sure. Does it have a massive amount of manipulation behind it? Absolutely. And so if straight out of the camera is this fantasy of purity, this fantasy of this is the way it was, I think that is strictly tied to ego. And I think that needs to be let go of because it's a better conversation we have when we talk about does the photograph match the intention of the voice vision of the photographer rather than did they do it in camera and not have to process anything? Because again, in this conversation, there's a difference again between getting it right out of the camera and having it be straight out of the camera for the sole purpose of making it about something else other than the photography. It again becomes about the photographer and some sense of identity and ego that's tied up into that. I think as a photographic community, one of the things we can do is really make sure that when we're having the conversation about straight out of the camera, that we talk about what that actually means. What does straight out of the camera imply? What does it infer? What is the statement that we're making when we talk about it that way? Because I think a lot of times what we're talking about is not the fact that it's straight out of camera, because there is, again, massive manipulation straight out of the camera, 
There's other things tied up with straight out of the camera. But there's an attempt there to say that the photograph is something important, something different that is not manipulated by the photographer, that is not altered by the photographer, which again is a fallacy from the start. But in that intention, within that vision of having that conversation, what is it about that that becomes important? And then is that achieved properly? And finally, is that still achieved or would it have been better enhanced if that conversation had been discussed about the processing of the image in a different way or in a more enhanced way? Similar to how in the olden days, we would have talked about what if you had shot that on a different film? What if you had made the decision to shoot that on Provia film instead of Elvia film? What would that aesthetic have been? What if you had shot that on 3200 speed film versus 100 speed film in terms of the grain structure? How would that have altered my perception of that photograph? So even if it's just out of the camera, as unaltered as possible, the experience of the film did change that. And I think that's an important conversation for us to have moving forward around what is that definition actually mean of straight out of the camera. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks so much for joining me on this. I call it Monday because that's the day the podcast released, but whatever day you listen to the podcast, thanks for joining me and giving me a few minutes of your day. I really do appreciate it. Thanks so much. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Always get the latest episode when they're released. Thanks and have a great day.